everybody. Welcome back to the Melanomat. I am one of your hosts, Pam. And with me today, as always, we have our second co-host. Please go ahead and reintroduce yourself to the people. What's up, y'all? It's Cashley. Back with the Melanin Mac to discuss more wrestling. Been a lot of happenings since we last met, so it's a lot to talk about. Definitely. We have missed you guys. I know we have been gone for a few. There's been a lot going on, and I promise we will get into all of that on today's episode. Mm-hmm. So please go ahead and just bear with us because we got a lot to go through. The last time we spoke to you guys was yeah. the beginning of December when all of those releases happened. Lots of shocking releases. Yeah. And mm-hmm. since we were last with you guys, there have been more releases, as you guys know. Yeah. So why not we just go ahead, get into all of those releases that have happened, and uh, yeah, we can just kind of go from there. Yep. So the last <laughs> time that we spoke was around the week of November 4th, and that was all of those crazy crazy releases that happened with Nia Jax and Keith Lee. But then on the 18th, there were eight more releases that happened. We Mm -hmm. had Ashanti Adonis, Top Dollar, Isaiah Swerve Scott, which essentially meant they got rid of all of Hit Row, which made no sense. Drake Mm -hmm. Maverick, John Morrison, Tegan Knox. Shane Thorne, and my personal favorite, which I know, I know, <laughs> we should not have favorites. And essentially, I don't. But Jackson Riker, you finally picked up the phone. <laughs> there you go. You knew what time it was. That's why you didn't want to pick up that phone. But you finally picked up, and they got your ass out of there. So you know what? For that, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to praise somebody's downfall. I, I hope you know, I wish him the best on his future endeavors, but um, Bucko, you you had to go. <laughs> you yeah. you should have been number one on that call list, okay? But he's gone now, so I know I know you guys don't have to listen to me saying well, what happened to Jackson Riker anymore. He's gone, so <sighs> that was that was that. But there was a lot going on. Um, what were some of your thoughts, Cashley, on these releases that happened back on the 18th? Oh, man. When I saw it was all of Hit Row, I was like, wow. Like, they really... Like, you just called them up, and now they're all gone. I I just didn't understand. And then John Morrison, which I think we all kind of saw it coming because, you know, his wife had just been released prior to that, maybe a week before. But, yeah, I think the Hit Row release was... Uh, it should have been surprising, but it was surprising because they were being, they had just been called up and doing so well in merch sales. The releases just don't make sense. Most like the other ones, it, it doesn't make sense at all. No. And I feel like Hit Row was finally starting to get, I don't, I don't want to say get some steam behind them, but I guess get some steam behind yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I think it was also yeah. hard for them. You got rid of B-Fab, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two weeks prior and then now it's just all men it was a big sausage fest essentially like people say um and now we're trying to, mm-hmm. to get them back and that that one really hurt tegan knox they just had her with shotzi and then they 
broke her up and yeah. now she's gone. That was that was a bit of a shocker for me as well. Um, Shane Thorne, yeah, mm, not really because what were they doing with him? Um, and John mm-hmm. Morrison, I agree with you one hundred percent with Taya being gone as well, even though she wasn't known as Taya then. But with her being gone, Miss Frankie Monet, it kind of made sense. Yeah. You get rid of one one part of the couple, you gotta get rid of the other. But it also was oh, sad yeah. because this week on Raw, Miz came back. So mm-hmm. you kind of mm-hmm. threw it off. You, you missed the Miz and Morrison. But I feel like Miz was only helping John Morrison. But it was kind of hurting the Miz as well because I like the Miz dynamic by himself or with his wife. That dynamic right. with him mm-hmm. and John Morrison, that was back early 2000s. We're in 2021. Right. We, right. We, we need yeah. that Miz back. So. It made sense on that aspect for me in regards to um, with all of that happening. Mm-hmm. Now, the last time we yeah. spoke, also that Friday, um, the week after, I was heading to New York. So I did speak mm-hmm. a little bit about this on the YBAB network, and I did talk about my time with me going to the big event that Sunday, which was the mm-hmm. 14th. And man, oh man, I'm going to give you guys more details. Yes, it was a big tell. old cluster. <laughs> not even going to try. Trying not to curse. That's that's what I'm trying to go into 2022. And so yeah, detail, I go, detail. <laughs> I, I land that Saturday. Um, I spent time with my, that Friday. Saturday, I spent time with my family. You know, I couldn't get my hair appointment done until the 14th, so... The 14th comes and it's time for me to get my hair done. Cool. My friend Izzy, shout outs to Izzy. We love you. Uh, Izzy likes to do all of Kenny's gears and he cosplays as Kenny as well. But Izzy is one of the sweetest people I've ever met. So shout out to Izzy. Uh, We go and he's telling me he's been online since 7 a.m. He's by the front and the line is long. So I'm freaking out because I have to get my hair done. I can't go to see Kenny. Mm. I got brand new orange hair <laughs> and my hair's not done. Absolutely not. So I go, got a 930 appointment, get to my appointment. I get out of there. I'm thinking probably like one o'clock I'd get out of there. I got out of there actually pretty early around like 1130. So I don't get to the oh, event okay. until 12. I pull up to the event. I text Izzy. Hey, where you at? He tells me he is still in the front waiting to get in. It is five hours later. We are talking about New York City. Mm -hmm. It is cold. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you mean you didn't get in yet? So I look at the line. And if anyone has ever been to New York City, you know how long a city block is. So we are at the Hilton LaGuardia Hotel. And it is, or the Hampton, one of them. Uh, or the Marriott. I don't remember which one. I think it's the Marriott. Um, but mm-hmm. the line is long. It goes all the way down a city block and around the corner. The line is long. So I'm starting to freak out because I'm like, oh my goodness, this line is long. I don't even know which line I'm supposed to be in, however. So I go to the people and I ask the guy, hey, I don't even know what type of ticket I have because... At the time, on Thursday, I got paid on Thursday. So I waited till I got paid to buy a ticket because I still was a little iffy on if I was going to go or not. Um, and the mm-hmm. prices for Kenny, like I discussed on the last podcast, was ridiculous. So I was like, should I really go? But they had some people that weren't on that list that I wanted to see, like Malachi Black. 
So my goal was to see him. Now that thir- oh. the 13th was full gear. So, you know, they had that pay-per-view and come to find out there was no Malachi Black. Okay. Oh, Allegedly, wow. they stated that he missed his flight. But when dirt sheets come out, actually, he was injured. So we don't know oh, if wow. he was injured or he missed his flight, but he was not there. Okay. So mm-hmm. my whole thought of I'm going to see Malachi did not happen. I was a little bit upset. Okay, cool. No Malachi. So I get there and um, like I said, I'm, I was trying to buy tickets beforehand that Thursday and I hit up the promoter and I said, hey, um, I'm trying to buy tickets, but you can't buy tickets on your site anymore. Is there any reason why it's only Thursday? So I get this message saying, oh, um, we closed down the ticket sales, but if you send said amount of money to said email address and don't tell anybody I can get you in. Well, I'm telling you guys, you guys are getting this exclusive tea. So it is what it is. So <laughs> I said, okay, a little fishy, but okay. So I send it on PayPal. I do the business because if you're trying to take my money, I'm going to get my money back. So now right. I'm, I'm at the event and I ask security guard, hey, where am I supposed to go? He goes, well, what kind of ticket do you have? I tell him, I don't know. They told me this is what they said. And I show him the messages because I don't know. They never told me in these messages. They told me to send this amount of money to this person. He goes, well, it could be fast pass or it could be regular price. Is it just you? So my friend Izzy is looking at me, but he's like five people. Oh, shoot. Sure. So mm-hmm. I say, well, it's only me by myself. But my friend Izzy, he's right there. He's five people. You know, he has five people, but I didn't know. Izzy also had like two to three other people with him. So um, I I didn't want to, you know, just only pull Izzy. I felt like that would be rude. So Izzy, this was my thought process. I love you. So the guy goes, okay, but just you, let's go. Okay, cool. So I go downstairs and I'm like, hey, um, they're asking me, well, did you buy a ticket? I said, yeah, this is what I got told. Send the money to here. Come to find out, the person I said to to was the lady, but she did not know that people were sending money to her on PayPal. So oh. as you guys heard, uh, the prices before, the prices were ridiculous. So, But I get there and they say, if you want Kenny and Don, it's $150. $150? That wasn't the price that you guys provided before. It was almost double. If I'm not mistaken, it was like $350 for wow. Kenny when you did the pre-order of him. But the day of, it was only one fifty. So of course, wow. one fifty for Kenny. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll pay that. That's nothing. Like I've paid way more before. So one fifty, I'm cool with that. So I paid a one fifty. I go. I'm waiting, and uh, I look in and I see him. So I'm waiting for my friend Izzy because, like I stated, he's fit the line. There's nobody downstairs. He should be there soon. I'm waiting a long time. I think I waited like 45 minutes, almost an hour for the person who was fifth in line, Izzy, to come down. Um, but while I'm waiting for Izzy, I go, I'm FaceTiming Miss Cashley because I'm going to see Brett Hart. And we all know Brett is her favorite. She loves Brett. So I'm on FaceTime like, hey, look, we're about to go and I'm going to go see him. So... We go, 
and I'm on FaceTime with her and we're all just like, I'm like, look, it's Brett and shout outs to Kirk because because of him, I was able to go ahead and meet Brett. So we go, I meet Brett. That was pretty cool. I look around to see who else is there. Big Show is there. Uh, Matt Hardy is there. A couple other people um, that are there. And I am just like, okay, like, I'm still waiting for Izzy. I'm just like, when is he going to get there? And, you know, just, just like I said, I'm waiting for my friend. So now we go. Izzy finally gets downstairs. I'm like, hey, Izzy, Kenny's there. He's like, okay, cool. So we go to the meet and greet part. I go downstairs and, oh, excuse me. I go downstairs and, uh, we well, not downstairs. We go into the room. We're waiting online. We see Kenny and Don. So I'm speaking with my friend Nadine. Shout out to Nadine. She's like the absolute best. And she's like calming me down. So she loves Don Callis. That is her fave. I want to say she is part of the Don Callis fan club. Definitely. So we go and we're ready for this meet and greet. They tell us, have your phones out. Be ready. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's perfectly fine. Got my phone out. Um, Long story short, if you guys didn't know, Kenny named my daughter, my youngest. So since he named my youngest, I figured I would show him what she looks like. So I have my phone out. I'm recording Izzy and Kenny's meet and greet. So that way Izzy can have that experience and you can hear you, Cashly. Uh, so he has that experience. And then it's my turn. And it's not even a meet and greet. It's a hurry up picture. Get out of my face. So I go to Kenny. We have this cute little pose that we are thinking of doing. Kenny hugs me. I have Don. And Don's like, I don't hug people. I don't even hug Kenny. Okay. Doing the most, but okay, whatever. (laughs) Kenny's down because Kenny is always with the shits. Like, that's what I love about him. Like, that's why part reason he's my fave and why I have so many crazy poses with him. So I go, I take my photo. Now, in the photo that I take, this is why I don't like when men take my photo. And this is no misogyny or nothing like that. It's not sexism. But when women take photos, you want to make sure the girl looks good. We will tell her, girl, let's fix right. this. You got to do that. Out of mm-hmm. the 10 photos this man took, nine of them, my eyes are closed. What, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are my eyes closed? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me over my eyes? <laughs> so I'm, I didn't even notice. I'm, he didn't even tell me, like, pull down my shirt because my shirt, like, lifted up. So I'm oh just like, God. oh my goodness, like, yeah, all over the place. The, the pictures were a mess. I had to do some cropping. So we go, whatever. My friend Izzy, he gives Kenny the gifts that he got him. And I had to quickly call my baby so that Kenny could see her. Because I was like, hey, the senator, we had a little convo. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, show me the baby. So I call him on FaceTime really quickly. I show him Lil's. He's like, oh, wow, she's so pretty. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And that's that. So now I go look at my photos, and like I stated, Don is like nowhere near us. It looks like Don is a background character, and me and Kenny are the main events. Like it, it he don't even look like he's part of the photo. So I tell him like I don't like my photo. Don is too far away, and it doesn't feel as though he is in my photo. Can I have a redo? 
So they go, okay, no problem. Just wait upstairs. And, you know, once the line is down, then you can get a region. Okay, cool. No problem. So I'm waiting. We're all waiting. We get to see Brian Danielson and um, everyone. Well, I'm not going to say everyone, but the promoters were telling people, oh, Brian is not having a good day. He's he's in his feelings. One, why would wow. you say that about what? a talent? That is so unprofessional. Right. But okay, whatever. So we see him and I basically give him like a few words of encouragement. I'm like, I heard that, you know, you're not having a good day. I just want you to know that you saved a lot of people's lives and you mean a lot to a lot of people and you have a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, you know, just a lot of good words of encouragement to kind of yeah. build up this spirit. Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you so much. And then he left. Cool. So now I'm seeing talent leaving. So I'm like, okay, when am I going to get my redo? So I go downstairs and I'm about to walk in and I'm like, where's Kenny and Don? And they're leaving. So I go to the people and I'm like, y'all just had me wait upstairs for two hours for these people and they're leaving and I wanted to redo. And the guy's like, oh, oh, just just give her like five signed photos. I don't want signed photos. I have signed photos. <laughs> That's not what I paid for. I right. paid for an actual photo. Like I paid 150 for a photo. So the lady who I had originally emailed the tickets to that I didn't know she goes, oh, well, since Don wasn't in the photo, but you got Kenny, we'll just refund you the $50 for Don Carlos. Absolutely not. No, you will not. <laughs> I ordered a whole meal. I didn't order them separately. Right. I ordered my whole meal. That's like you going, hey, I know you paid for this Big Mac burger and fries. You know, you got the Big Mac and burger. We ain't going to charge you for the fries. Absolutely not. You, I paid for the whole thing. I want the whole thing. So the lady's like, okay, well, on Tuesday, because there's nothing we can do today, so you pay with PayPal, you know, on Tuesday, give us a call. The number's on the website. I'm like, okay, whatever, cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving. We see Matt Hardy. I told Matt his little girl, Evie, is so cute, because she really is. Those cute little cheeks. Like, she's so cute. He's like, thank you mm-hmm. so much. And he goes about his business. So fast forward to that Tuesday. And that Tuesday was the 16th. I go on the website, Big Event NY. Yep, I'm calling you out. There's no phone <laughs> number. There is no wow. email. How do you expect me to get my money back if I ain't got nobody to talk to? Shout outs to PayPal for that business aspect. Because I went ahead and I hit on me paying for that Kenny Omega meet and greet. And me paying mm-hmm. for my ticket. Because how dare you try to scam me out of $200? Now, two hundred dollars wow. is not a lot of money to a lot of people, but it's enough money for me that mm-hmm. I have to go pay for my fave. I got to edit photos. I got to do too much for two hundred dollars. I was highly upset in regards to how the promoters and them were. In regards to talent, the talent was great, but again, the promotion I I cannot see myself supporting the big event. I, I, right. I can't, unless it's someone that I absolutely want to see and I can't see them ever again, which was part of the reason why I went because me seeing Kenny was very, I knew he wasn't going to be doing a lot. And for him to even do a mean greet was shocking enough because he doesn't do them. So that's the main reason why yeah. I, I had to go. But the whole thing, big cluster, you know what? Um, they were talking bad about talent. I'm not going to say specific names about who they were talking about, but they were talking about about talent. I know of a story where they didn't even pay one of the talents like they stated that they would. Uh, They owed a Mm. talent 
$12,000 and refused to pay them at first. So needless to say, I will not be supporting them. Um, If y'all choose to, that is on y'all. But I wouldn't. And then even Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, had an issue with them. He even told them he would buy a table and they are on Twitter being unprofessional talking about, well, you owe us $200. Y'all, whoa. This is a business. You don't talk business over the internet. You talk on the phone or through email. Right. That Mm -hmm. should have been my red flag. But like I said, if you guys want to do that, um, that is certainly on y'all. They will not be getting my money or my business. So I'm good on that. Um, And then, of course, the next week, the week of the 21st, the weekend of the 21st was Survivor Series. Um, Mm -hmm. And I took my oldest daughter (laughs) to her first ever Survivor Series and she loved it. It was so awesome to see the younger generation, how they react to certain people. Um, She loves Kevin Owens, but she absolutely adores Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens made her scream, but Drew McIntyre made her cry. So. Wow. I I can tell that nice. uh, gotta get her some some stuff with Drew definitely yeah definitely some stuff with that uh, she oh, wanted her Sasha Banks legit boss um, little knuckle rings and stuff mm-hmm. even though they did not fit they y'all gotta fix that mm-hmm. uh, y'all gotta make those rings like one size fit all but it it was not right um, but she had fun which is what I enjoyed now back to the real tea um. So Vincent Kennedy, Kennedy McMahon, because I'm so upset with you, I can't even say your name right. <laughs> what? That? Why did you sit there and tease us the entire oh, thing gosh. about The Rock coming out, promos of his movie? Every time you mention it, now we get it. 25 years of Rock. Of course, I'm going to think The Rock is coming because when it was right. Stone Cold. Back in January, uh, a couple years ago, Stone Cold was there. So Dwayne yeah. Rock Johnson, yeah, he he, he going to show up. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely not. Instead, <laughs> what do we get? We get Vince McMahon rolling in on a black limo, holding a golden egg, and a making golden him egg. appear for him. Yeah. Why? Why? So why obvious. do you? Have, it was very obvious. He even like he did like the little head you. nod. Yeah. 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 Like, what are we doing? This is this was a hot, hot, hot garbage mess. The best match of the night, of mm-hmm. course, was Becky and Charlotte. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, it just it was so so bad. This was like one of the worst Survivor Series that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way Roman squashed Big E. Um, yeah, it. Just, it <sighs> Whoever did the booking needs to get fired. And I, mm-hmm. I truly, honestly believe that within my whole heart because there's no way you're going to tell me, oh, excuse me, that this is how it was supposed to be. That mm-hmm. it was essentially just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, um, Roman squash, Big E. Even I didn't even really like the way the Becky and Charlotte ended with the little roll up and Becky yeah the head tricks. I mean, okay, whatever. But I wasn't a fan that they could have did without that as well. Um, it just Survivor Series was a crap show, and 
Mm-hmm. A lot of matches that I was looking forward to, like I didn't also like having Shinsuke and um Yeah. I always want to keep calling him Punish Martinez. <laughs> so used to his own name. <laughs> but yeah, um, Damian Priest, yeah. Damian Priest. I didn't like that they were on like the pre-show because I missed it. We were in the Uber, I had to watch yeah. the Uber because no one knew that was gonna be on a pre-show. That's mm-hmm. a title. Put it on the main event. But no, yeah, it's like to give us right. four hours of the rock. Come on out. And mm-hmm. The Rock not even coming out? Like didn't that, even show up. Not even he didn't even tweet. My man didn't even put mm-hmm. you on an Instagram post, yeah. a story, a nothing. Like he is done with you, Vince. You have no power over that man. And at that point, yeah. I kind of don't blame him because what are you doing? It just it was bad. It was just Yeah. It was all bad. Yeah. So yeah, that I was mm-hmm. definitely not a fan of that. And then that's really been it. Then we, I had to catch up, of course, on AEW and Raw and SmackDown. And I will say that last uh, SmackDown was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this past Raw, Edge coming back was pretty good. But there is an announcement that this Sunday is Beth Phoenix's last time on commentary yeah. for NXT. Mm-hmm. Which I will be there at War Games, so I will give you guys my view on how that was and hopefully have some pictures up on the Melon and Matt's Instagram post. So mm-hmm. make sure you check out for those pictures and videos. <laughs> but it's a little bittersweet. I'm going to miss Beth. I think she brought a lot to yeah. the commentary table, and it was great to have a female perspective. And I think that is missed a lot. Because it's normally a male dominated field. So I kind of like what yeah, I'm exactly. on Raw. And I'm missing, I'm going to miss Beth on NXT. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> yeah, so, so um, I, I guess some of the highlights from Raw. What did you, what did you like from the past Raw? My um, favorite were the shoes. <laughs> and that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I liked Edge coming back on uh, this past Raw. I, I was a fan of that. Um, I we also have to discuss Seth Rollins' attacker and him being getting catfished. Oh my god! Attacked Seth. That was crazy. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Let's go shoot him <laughs> off. Let's hear him. <laughs> What's the question? Okay, young man. It, you know mm-hmm. you may not be listening, but young man, why did you think at any point? That you were interacting with Seth Rollins, like what in your brain there? made you think that you was interacting with Seth Rollins? And if, supposedly there was money involved with this catfish. Yes, he sent so him like thirty five hundred dollars. You sent Seth Rollins thirty five hundred dollars. You you did that. I like I said, it, you know, when I, I had the questions and I'm asking them, and it just it just doesn't make sense, like. Dude, like, <laughs> and it wasn't like it wasn't like you were trying to get into a wrestling school or nothing like that. You were catfished, so it's like you know. I kind of feel like people are getting catfished at this point in the game. Like, are you asking for it? I mean, we have a whole show called Catfish. You know, what I'm saying part. like it, it's been on for years. Like, you should know. Like, where's your intuition? Where, where's your head at? Where's your antennas? <laughs> I just don't understand. And then 
And then you pay for a ticket just to attack Seth Rollins. And now you're in jail. For the bloodline. Don't forget that part. For the bloodline. Right. (laughs) That was the craziest part. (laughs) Like, for the bloodline, really? For the bloodline. (laughs) Okay, so what part of the bloodline are you? Were you honorary Ooh. bloodline? Did, did, did somebody catfish you and tell you you were honorary bloodline? How did that work out? Like he, I said, he I said he said he a He said he big <laughs> And I was like, I, oh my god! <laughs> and you and you hope when there's an incident, you just hope that they're not black. And I was he like, was. come on, bro. And he was like, bro, come on. Like, like one uh, of us, sir. One, one of us. Like, you come on, bro. Somebody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you had to you had to allow yourself to get catfish. You'd be out of $3,500. And now you're facing real charges. Because they're going to press For charges. real. You attacked, you attacked Seth Rollins. You're going to face charges. Okay? They're not going to want to hear nothing else. So Straight up. You you going to jail, jail. Yeah. Not yeah. kind of jail. You going yeah. straight to jail. jail, jail. Do not pass go. Mm-hmm. Do not collect Do not collect <laughs> And don't drop the soap. Okay? Because um, I don't know Damn, what man. he was thinking. Oh my goodness. We 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 just expected more from you. You know what? How about this? Instead of us praying on your downfall, I'm just going to say I hope that you learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if the person doesn't seem real, like if there's not a blue verified check mark, it is right. not them. If you don't see mm-hmm. other big pages following them, it is most likely not them. So guys, please do your research right. before you out here getting catfished by people. Because mm-hmm. baby... My first sign is if you don't have an iPhone, I know you got an Instagram or Facebook. We need to FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. is. Mm-hmm. So learn your lesson. Scammers out here, y'all. They scamming. A scam is going to scam. Are you going to get scammed? Mm-hmm. That is the better question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get scammed? So... I just thought that was Ooh. crazy. I did like had out, yeah. out, out at the end. Uh, Seth went and he was acting as though he didn't want um, to get attacked again. So yeah, <laughs> he played played on it. Yeah, he definitely played on it, and we definitely yeah. we we stand a king that can be a little funny and take some humor in that. Mm-hmm. For those of y'all saying that Seth Rollins got beat up, cut it out. Y'all clearly ain't never been in a fight before. <laughs> he didn't get beat up. Did you see what I see? Yeah. Because the clip I saw, that man did not get beat up at all. Mm-hmm. So let's let's not go there. Right. Um, but that was a crazy situation. And now, of course, people are petitioning for them to never have a show in Brooklyn again. My thing <sighs> is, the Barclays is cheaper what? than Madison Square Garden. And they are clearly yeah. not selling tickets because uh, Raw Long Island was... Mm, it was empty, mm-hmm. child. It was empty. Mm-hmm. And, so what do you and want I think them to Bret do? Hart was also attacked at the Hall of Fame, which was at Barclays, too. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, so it definitely wasn't a good look. This one wasn't a good look. 
And speaking of Bret Hart, I did hear that you read his book. I have not read it yet. I'm waiting for my copy. Tell us about this book. So, um, Bret Hart released a memoir. Well, he released several books, but one main one was called Hitman. And it was released in 2010. So, I know what you're thinking. Cash, this came out in 2010. You're a little behind. I understand. But, you know, I don't read too many memoirs. But I said, you know what? Let me check his out. And it did not disappoint. Okay. First of all, the highlights, storyteller. Brett is the ultimate storyteller. So if you're one of those visuals that if someone's telling a great story, you get the whole visual, this is the book for you. And (laughs) he names names. He gives details. So if you're kind of nosy like myself, (laughs) you're going to enjoy that part too. I mean, he didn't hold back. I mean, he... You know, now, granted, a lot of things he told, it, you know, you may see it, okay, it's his perspective, but he kind of laid it out there. And, you know, just from his days growing up in the business, you know, Stampede, kind of getting his start, starting going to Puerto Rico, which was interesting, going to Hawaii and all of that. Um, and even his family life, which was very interesting. Um He made no secret about how unfaithful he was on the road. Like, he put it out there. You know, I don't want to give it all away, but he does give a lot of details. So, if you want to know more. You got to give us a little something. (laughs) So, basically, you know, if you want to know a lot more about what, what his life was in the WWE. So, like, all the backstage politics that he had to deal with, he goes into a lot of that. If you want to know a lot more, especially about the Montreal screw job and how, you know, that contractual issues happen, he goes into all of that and basically how he resigned with Vince. Vince goes back to him and is like, no, nah, I can't honor this. You need to go back and try to get your old deal with WCW. I'll even help you out. So fortunately, he was able to do that. But, you know, during that time, it was just it just became a spiral because of course he lost, you know, Owen in that for unfortunate tragic accident, um, in Kansas city in 96, um, which he goes into detail about and just the whole mess behind that, um, which was really sad, which ultimately tore his family apart. Now his family are a bunch of characters now. Um, if they're exactly how he mentioned them in the book, Oh Lord, I don't know how he dealt with them. Like my God, <laughs> that bad. Like I said, he, he he names names. He goes into details. Like I said, um, it's his, it's from his perspective because it's his book. But like I said, if that's how they really were, man, like his sister Ellie, who is who is Natalia's mom, actually told him she regretted the day he was born. Like it was that bad, and this was all in the midst of you know. Um, after Owen passing away and then his wife going to court and then, you know, people really being a financial burden on his parents, you know, and, you know, them almost losing everything because they were helping out different family members. Um, like I said, it, it, it's deep, you know, and then, it, of course, he talked about his sexual exploits, his, his sexual escapades. <laughs> and I say Brett Love. He, and let me tell you something. Brett loves him a woman of color. Really? Yes. Whether if you're Puerto Rican, if you're West Indian, if you're Italian, or 
if you're a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story, right? So apparently he had a stalker. A black woman was actually stalking him at one Mm -hmm. point. Oh. Okay, Brett, you trying to tell us a little something? Oh my God. (laughs) Which, Brett, back, you know, he's an attractive man now, right? You know, he still looks good for his age. Uh But back then, 90s Brett, I can see why he had a stalker or two. (laughs) Listen, so Brett was really (laughs) a hitman. Yeah, he was he was yeah. putting in that work. I mean, I can see it. You know, he had the hair. I mean, he still got the hair, but I can mm-hmm. I can see why how he could have been a big time ladies man. Oh yeah, I and definitely, and, and like I said, and he and he he didn't hide it at all. He was unfaithful to his wife, and um, I understand that she has a book as well, which I think I would like to check out to kind of get her side because the way you know he kind of portrayed her in the book is if you know. Like, she was not always on his side. Like, she, I don't want to say she was a, you know, a bad force in his life or whatever, but they didn't get along a lot of the times. <clears throat> and, you know, it kind of seemed like it was her. So I kind of do want to check out her book to kind of get her side. And, of course, you know, he's he's been married three times and all of that. And he goes into the stroke and... And how Julie actually helped him out with that. His first wife, she was actually there for him through that. So, um, and even I think Aww. even after his stroke, he was, I think he was still out there on the scene, even after his stroke. So that is, Jesus, right? I don't, <laughs> well, hopefully he's slowed down now. Shout out to his new wife or his most recent wife, yes. Stephanie. Yes. Uh, yes. I hope yes. that she she calmed him down. If I'm not mistaken, she's black and Filipino. So mm-hmm. shout to mm-hmm. her. She's the reason why Brett is no longer in these streets slanging that D. Shout outs to. I mean, he he, he was slanging it left and right. I mean, and made no secret of it. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely well, check his out. Check out his book. Definitely. I definitely want to check it out. Um, now, I do see on here, he has three books. So which one, which book mm-hmm. are we talking about? It's called Hitman, and it was published this in 2010. Mm-hmm. 2010? This, yeah. You're sure? This is 2007. Unless he redid it, because the original one, it says, is 20, 2007. Okay. Yeah, because I bought it on Apple Books because mine is an ebook. So, um, oh. so it might be. So, which yeah. one is Hitman? That's that's the one. Okay. Yeah, it says hit. It has a picture of him with the winged belt on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Then yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. And I see like mm-hmm. Lex Luger also has a book as well. But yeah. Yeah, and I think Shawn Michaels himself, he had like three different ones. I I don't, you know, like I said, after reading Brett's, I just wonder who, you know, who else in their books is going to go into that much detail and to bear that much of themselves like Brett did. You know, are they going to sugarcoat it? Are they going to hold back? Because, you know, some of them (laughs) don't want to say too much. They don't want to give up too much information. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I definitely want to know. I wonder what their book is about. Just like um, 
the Vince McMahon memoir, even though we're not Vince stands here, uh, his memoir is supposed to come out next year. I wonder how much input he has on it to see how mm-hmm. watered down or right. uh, either watered down or what's the word? Um, rambunctious is going mm-hmm. to be because <laughs> I've heard so we've all heard crazy stories about Vince, but I definitely mm-hmm. want to see like what that's going to be about. And then another book I want to also read is Mox by John Moxley. I, I would love right. to yeah. read that book. Um, mm-hmm. It's fifteen dollars already, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I just came out last month, um, and I'm reading the reviews on the book, and mm-hmm. the five out of five. Oh, wow. okay. So that's a five nice read. out okay. of five. Yeah. So it's saying, uh, and this is on Amazon. Amazon customer reviews four point eight out of five. There's only one percent. A one it's only one percent of a three star, two star, and a one star, fourteen percent mm-hmm. four stars, and eighty-three percent five stars. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's a good one. The crazy part is, is <clears throat> one of the one stars, the comment says he had his title stolen by the human snake Don Callis and by God and by God <laughs> Oh my lord. Uh <laughs> Wow. Someone also said this book is a hot mess. It uh sounds like Mox is talking straight to you in complete and wild tangents. Uh might not oh, be a good sure. thing for a book, but essentially that's how the book is. So I think I'm gonna try it out for you guys. You know what? I'll go so ahead. He's, so he's speaking in character in the book, so it sounds like well, he's speaking like himself. That's one thing I will say about yeah. Moxley outside of like a wrestling thing per se because on the cruise when i went on the second jericho cruise um Mm -hmm. i was more so chilling i wasn't trying to be no fan i literally was just trying to get me some snacks and so was he he was looking for some pringles uh (laughs) and he had just finished talking to renee on the phone he said and she told him not to get the pringles but he was still going to get the pringles which i thought was kind of funny uh but he the way that he is I wouldn't say as a character. I honestly think that's how he is because I caught him off guard mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like he was putting on a character. It seemed like that's just who he is and how he talks. Um, but then again, right. uh, okay. we wish him well. We really hope that he is recovering because yeah. he was in rehab. So we hope that he is recovering. Mm-hmm. So it could have been the alcohol talking. It didn't seem like it. Like I said, he was very like nonchalant. That's just him. Mm-hmm. That's just the vibe I got from him. He's just very nonchalant. So I wouldn't say it's a yeah. bad thing, but I definitely want to read that. And another book, wrestling book, I really wanted to read was the Young Bucks book, Killing the Business from the Backyard. Oh, the okay. Um, but I did mm-hmm. not want to pay $30 for that book. I felt like that's a little bit expensive <laughs> for a book, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But they also have good reviews on their book. Let me see uh, the reviews. So they have, wow. 88% five-star ratings, 8% four-stars, and 2% three-stars. No two or one stars. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. And the that three-star rating um, is because that the, they got a physical book, and there was a cut mark in the book. 
but they got their money mm-hmm. back and they sent them out a better book. So the three star wasn't for the book. It was more so for the quality of the book that that person received. Right. So mm-hmm. must be a pretty damn good book because they have over 1100 re- global reviews on Amazon of their book. So mm-hmm. $30 is it worth it? If you guys tell me it's worth it and you guys send us a message and say, Hey, we want you to review this book or however, if you feel as though it's worth it, I will pay the $30 to read the book. But if I don't hear nothing, I'm not paying no $30. You're not getting no $30. <laughs> Absolutely not. $30, that can go towards a plane ticket or something else or towards a ticket to another show. So I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Um, and speaking of another show, next week, I will be in New York again. I know. I know, you guys. I know. It might be my final, final hoorah by myself. But I will be in New York for House of Glory because Malachi Black is going to be there. And before this year is through, I need to see that man. So (laughs) he's on my to-do list. I want to see Malachi Black. I'm a little sad because I purchased tickets to C2E2. And if I'm not mistaken, that's this weekend. Oh, Oh, no, that's next weekend. I'm lying. It's next weekend. Um, but Malachi Black is only going to be there that Friday. And then Saturday, he's going to be in New York. So it made no sense to me to go to C2E2. They did, however, announce the lineup that they had as far as um, they have an AEW panel going. Um, so they have, like, Adam Cole's going to be there. So, of course, if Adam's going to be there, then you definitely know Britt is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm going to get y'all a full lineup of what they said. I'm mad because John Cena is going to be there, and I wanted to see John Cena, but you know, I'm not going to be able to to catch him. Or maybe I can. Maybe I'm, who knows? But we'll see. I'm, I'm going to plan it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. Mm-hmm. I might go Sunday and and just do that. So on Friday, December 10th, they uh, the main greets for the AEW Friday Orange Cassidy. From 10.30 to 12. Then Malachi Black from 12.30 to 2. Then Matt Hardy from 2.30 to 4. And then The Gun Club from 4.30 to 6. On Saturday from 10.30 to 12 is Ruby Soho. Then 12.30 to 2 is Hangman Adam Page. 2.30 to 3.30 is the AEW panel on the main stage. And that is with Gun Club, Mm. Ruby Soho, Adam Page, Adam Cole, Christopher Daniels, and Tony Siobhan. Then from 4.15 to 5.45 is Adam Cole. And then on Sunday, they have 11.30 to 1 and Christopher Daniels. And 1.30 to 3 is Jay Lethal. And then Mm, appearing on all days is going to be Tony Schiavone. So the panel also has Malachi Black on it. I don't know why they didn't mention him, but uh, Malachi Black is also on that panel as well. So be on the lookout for that. If you are in Chicago during the weekend of December 10th to December 12th, C2E2 is a great event. I went a couple years ago when I did my prom pose with Kenny and I got to see the Bucks again. And I spent over $1,000. We're not going to get into it, but I spent over $1,000 at that booth. <laughs> and I got to also see Marty Skrull, even though he we don't talk about him anymore. Uh, and I got to meet. Yeah. Um, we don't talk about Marty just due to the Me Too movement and the allegations, mm. which he has confirmed are true. So, mm. yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. But it is a good event. It's a good way to meet a lot of people. I got my professional photo, which I have framed right above my desk that I'm talking to you guys from. And it is signed by both the Bucks and Kenny. And it is one of my favorite memories ever because I was crying so hard when I saw Kenny. And he felt so bad because I was crying so much. And he was like, why are you crying? And I said, I can't talk to you. And I pushed him away. And he was so hurt. My my little Ken Ken he was so hurt. Aww. And I was like, no, no, no. It's just because I didn't think uh, it was a lot getting to Chicago that weekend. And I did not think I would get to see him. Um, but I did. And believe it or not, for me to get Kenny and the Bucks and their signatures, all of that with a professional photo cost me less than $200. Okay. So that's why I was a little oh, wow. upset about those big event prices because this yeah. professional photo was $100 and then it was $25 for Kenny's signature and $50 for the Bucks signatures because it's two of them. So $175 for a professional photo and their signatures on my photo. You, literally my favorite one of my favorite items in my house that i have um but i definitely like i said earlier if you can if you're in chicago go check out c2e2 it is definitely Mm -hmm. a great place for you guys to go and have fun if you're into anime comics and all that stuff it you'll have so much things it's kind of like a little overload it reminds me a lot of new york comic-con but in a chicago way so it's definitely fun. Like I stated, December 10th to December 12th. Go ahead, check out C2E2. Go and have a blast. Now in regards yes. to wrestling, we have to get into New Japan because we have yes. not discussed them. And I heard that there is some stuff going on with the Tag League. Mm-hmm. Please, Ashley, take it away. Yeah. Um, so, of course, the uh, World Tag League 2021 is in full swing. Um and I guess I'll give the rundown of the teams. Um, first team, we have Tomowaka, Honma, and Togi Makabe. They're a team. And also Minoru Suzuki, our favorite, Angry Grandpa. And Taka Mishinoku, they're a team. Yes. <laughs> and then Satoshi Kojima and Hiroyoshi Tenzen, they're a team. And then Bella Fale and Chase Owens, the honorary Tongan, they're a team. <laughs> Um, Tiger Mask and Yuji Nagata are a team. Also, Great Okan and Aaron Hanare, they're a team. Um, Tangaloa and Tamatonga, of course, are a team. Um, and they won last year's tag league, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, Yujiro Takahashi and Evil are, um, a team this year. Uh, Toriyanu and Hiroshi Tanahashi are a team, which is interesting. Um, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto um, from Chaos are um, a tandem. Um, also, shout out to Tetsuya Naito, who is teaming with Sonata um, this year in the World Tag League. And also, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi, who are also the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. And they're also leading the tournament right now with uh, 12 points. Um, and un- and unfortunately, in last place, our favorite angry grandpa and Taka Michinoku with zero points. So they're not doing too well. <laughs> yeah. They're going to come back. Yeah. I, I have a good feeling they're going to come back. 
But yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi are really, you know, tearing it up in the tournament. So I, I favor them as taking it all the way. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to take it. So. And then. Who's also, in second place? Um, in second place, there's actually a three way tie um, between Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. They have 10. Um, mm-hmm. Great Okan and Aaron Hanare, they have 10. And then Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens also have 10. So it's a I'm going with Chase Owens. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would say so too. I don't want them to win the whole thing. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm that. I'm definitely down with them winning. Yeah. Didn't uh, Balak Fale win before? Didn't him and Chase win before, or was he teamed up with somebody else? Um, if my memory serves me right, let me look. I, it I up. can't remember to be honest with you. Yeah. Let me see. Tag win. Could have sworn he won. Oh, they didn't pick. Oh, no. This this is the one where he did not pick up any wins. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But he did do, um, he did have that, uh, did tag, who did he tag with? Let me see. Where is it? have to go back um he wrestled in the g1 tag but he and his partner super strong machine did not pick up any wins mm. so this yeah. is, he didn't <laughs> pick up anyone but i i remember there was one where they were like kind of sabotaging it and then um then they were like ah eh, maybe we'll win and things like nah F it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah we love bella Fale. he is the sweetest as well. So we definitely <laughs> love him over here. Lots of shots yeah. for him because that man can drink. So I'm definitely <laughs> down with Fale. Yeah, and shout out to him because he, he is running a wrestling school in New Zealand called Fale Dojo. So shout out to him for that as well. Hey, see, now we got to yeah. go check out the dojo. Shout outs to yeah. Fale Dojo and all the things that Fale does. He He's the best. He freaking rocks. Now, we did miss out on AEW this week. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not watch this week. I was very tired. I have a sick baby, which is another reason we haven't been here. So, Miss mm-hmm. Casually, please give us a recap on what has been going on in all things AEW. Because I've been missing <laughs> it. Um, well, yeah. I was kind of on the same boat with you. Long, long week. So, um... If we're talking the rampage that just happened. Yes. Um, should we? But the infamous to the main event. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm. I've been watching part of the show <laughs> while we've been recording. So please, let's go straight to the main event. Let's talk about it. All right. Okay. The main event, AEW Rampage. Mind you, it's a Wednesday night, so middle of the week on TNT. Just want to put that into context before I talk about what you're going to see, whatever you choose to watch it. So we have Andrade Elidolo versus Cody Rhodes. Um, Cody again. So it's going to be (laughs) a street fight. Now, when you think of street fight, okay, if you've seen one street fight, you've seen them all. 
Uh, well, this one had laptops, tables, maybe a, a what looked to be a big old knife that Andrade brought to the ring. Um, Arn Anderson actually falling off the ramp. Um, yeah, that happened. Mm. <laughs> he fell off the ramp. <laughs> yeah, so Andrade and his, I guess, his associate. Um, when the associate went to charge Arn, I guess Arn lost his footing and fell off. And you can actually see, uh, I guess it's Jose is his name, actually Jose helping him up and they kind of cut off the frame, <laughs> but yeah, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my you know, so mo- so yeah moving on right it, you know a street fight is a street fight so that's all going on finally they get to towards the last spot in the match and there's a table out and there's somebody that comes out in a hoodie we don't know who it is yet um and whoever this person is they come up with lighter fluid okay oh, Jesus. so we have so we have lighter fluid and a table now right so they're dousing the table with lighter fluid and they take the hoodie off. It's Brandy Rose. So Brandy Rose has now entered into the match and she's now dousing the table and she is now lighting the table on fire. So now we have a fiery table in the match and Cody and Andrade on the top rope. So what do you think is going to happen now? Uh, somebody getting burned to trip. <laughs> Okay, and mind you, this is Wednesday night on TNT. Okay, so <laughs> they go to the spot, you know, Cody uh, suplexes Andrade off the top rope. Now, mind you, Andrade should be the re- one really going through this table, but they botched it. Cody eats the table and the flames, and now he's on fire. And, and, you know, he goes and pin Andrade and Andrade literally has a small flame on his chest and has to put out fire on his chest. Okay. So I, and then that's how it ends. Like it was just, I was horrified. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like oh I said, you, you, you'll have to see it. I was horrified. Like Andrade's chest is literally on fire. Like, y'all literally tried to lose your lives on a Wednesday night on Turner Network Television. I mean, you know, and, and I say that because, you know, those kind of matches, first of all, I feel like there's a time and a place for it, and there's a way to do it. Um, the time was probably in the late 90s with ECW, and a certain way to do it was probably when WWE had that match with Randy Orton and The Fiend. And Randy set the fiend on fire, but there's a way to do it. Like nobody was about to lose their lives. You know what I'm saying? So it, there's a way to do it. AEW totally botched this one. It was horrible for me to watch. Uh, totally cringeworthy. Like, wow. Oh, well, I am up to the table spot. Um, <laughs> I just want to know why Cody likes to bleed oh so much. Like, why why do you like bleeding Cody? I really want to know. Um I always bleed it from his head. Like, maybe. Maybe it's that old school mentality, like if there's no blood, then it's not believable. I, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me, you know, of how, you know, during his dad's time they would, you know, cut themselves open and you know, there'd be a whole gang of blood and whatever. But 
like I said, there was blood, there was fire. I, just... I see her, <laughs> I see Franny putting the fire, and they're taking so yes. long. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Oh, mm-hmm. oh there's fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm. Oh, my Lord. I will say Andrade, he, yeah, he got some fire on him. He's, he's, he's mm-hmm. on fire a little Oh, actually, the fire came from Cody. It's on Cody's arm. And wow. then uh, Andrade actually wipes it off. Mm-hmm. So I did see. Uh, wow, that flame went out really fast, though. Okay. He's trying to make sure he's not on fire. Um, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't because you're on fire. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would not. Maybe I gotta watch it more because I'm trying to watch it and also listen. So I would. What I saw, I'm uh, I'm seeing a Cody table uh, match where he let a table on fire. This is back when he was in Ring of Honor, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, this happened back in Dallas. I want to say it was either Dallas or Houston, Texas. But I know it happened in Texas during a Ring of Honor show. Um, with the whole Bullet Club when Cody was in Bullet Club and he did the same mm-hmm. spot and um, it didn't go well then. Cody, uh, no more burning tables. Cody. Yeah, um, no more burning tables. Next, I'm about, I'm going to start thinking about to start burning crosses in front of black people yards. Don't do that, Cody. It's <laughs> No more. No more, Cody. Like I said, and it, and it was a regular Wednesday night on Turner Network Television. Like, it, it just didn't there make was sense no need. something. Yeah, there was no need for it. I think Cody just wanted to go above and beyond since he does live in Atlanta. And I think that they're trying to get their viewership up, but mm-hmm. give us actual storylines and give yeah. us character building. And I think mm-hmm. that you can build it up enough that you don't need to do all of this. Like, it's just not right. right. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. It's like, like you're trying to shock me into wanting to see more. and. and no. And then I'm returning <laughs> uh next week and it's not gonna be the same. Don't don't set that mm-hmm. expectation if you don't really have it. So mm-hmm. that's that right. just, yeah. uh, oof, oof. bad bad for business, AEW. Bad for business. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we yeah, end shout out shout out to Big Swole oh. too. Yes, that was just gonna say before we end tonight, shout outs to Big Mother effing swole. She's no longer with AEW. They have agreed mm-hmm. to part ways, but we love her and we will support yes. her wherever she goes because if it wasn't for more wrestlers like her, there would not be a lot of people like us to look up to. So shout out to her. Shout mm-hmm. out to Naomi, who also shared a birthday. Yes. So happy birthday mm-hmm. today. We, we love you. We adore you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before we go, we have to do our hot takes. So, what is your hot take for this week in wrestling? <laughs> uh, my hot take for wrestling. Um, yeah, this NXT 2.0. I don't like it. Mm. They haven't captured my attention at all. And yeah, yeah I don't like it. Okay, that's. We'll discuss that next week. That's a, that's a <laughs> we'll get into that next week. Hot take 2.0. Hot take 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> um, my hot take 
for wrestling this week? Oof. Um, <laughs> my hot take is that although WWE, and it might not be a hot take for others, but although WWE is claiming budget cuts on all these wrestlers leaving, mm-hmm. the real reason they are cutting all of these wrestlers is because they're boring. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting over. And they don't bring mm-hmm. any true value. Jackson Riker, we are fucking looking at you. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that, it's not budget cuts. It's a nicer way of... It's a, it's a lie, but it's also a nicer way of them... It also is budget cuts, but 90% of it is because a lot of the people that they have released weren't doing anything, weren't really bringing anything. And they were so... They weren't on the shelves anymore. Um, and it's, again... Saying budget cuts is a nice way of saying, hey, you're not making us money and you're boring, so mm-hmm. you got to go. Um, mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone can't be AEW and Tony Khan and just spend money on people who aren't doing anything. But AEW has to fix the mm-hmm. issue that they have in regards to story building, yes. character building. That's right. So once they fix that, I think they can be a real contender. But WWE, let's mm-hmm. be honest. There are some people on there that they're trying to work with them. But Jackson Riker had to fucking go. I'm sorry. You had to go. Um, (laughs) Hit Row, I'm going to be honest with you. I loved Hit Row, but I am a minority and a minority of people who were fans of Hit Row. Do I think that they got the ball rolling with them a lot? Not really. They were only on the show for about three weeks before they got cut. But I felt as though Vince is also doing this, a lot of people Triple H brought up has to go mentality. I and I'm concerned for the new cats in NXT 2.0. Um, I'm not. For I'm one, Carmelo. So if if he ever gets Ooh. called up, I mean, we can't talk about Daddy Melo. Can't talk about Daddy Melo. You know, you getting too spicy on a Friday now. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, I, I like I like his character. I like his look. You know, and and it concerns me. Like, you know, if he does get called up, I mean, he's North American champion now. But if he gets called up to the main roster, where's he going to be at? Right. That's yeah. Great. Well, I think that's part of NXT 2.0 is to see where he will be at. And I think also they had uh, SmackDown in Virginia, and he was there. Mm-hmm. He was on a, a dark match for them. So I think it's also a way for them to see how does the how do the audience or the WWE universe reacts to certain champions? Um, mm-hmm. I do think, like, for example, if Johnny Gargano was to go up to main roster, they wouldn't put him as champ. I honestly think mm-hmm. they would keep him as mid-card mm-hmm. because he's not giving off champ vibes. Now, Braun mm-hmm. Breaker, who I love, who is Rick Steiner's kid, as we all know, um, he... He will give. He gives me world champion vibes. Um, so I think it's all about character development in the new NXT 2.0. Before it was everything. Now they are truly getting into full blown character development and how they are going to translate from NXT to the main roster. Whereas before they had big names um, back, back, back when we all loved in the height of NXT with Finn Balor. Um, with mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, oh, excuse me, with Andrade, with Alistair Black, mm-hmm. with all these big names. Um, but some of them didn't translate well, like Bobby Roode, aka Robert Roode. Now he's a mid-carder. Yeah. 
the NXT champion. Yeah. So trying to find that middle ground, I think, is really what NXT 2.0 is about now. So we will see. Next week, we will get more into these hot takes. I don't want to get too much into it because we got to leave something for you guys <laughs> for next week, which we will be back. I will. We're yeah. going to do this early so that way we can get a podcast in before my flight on Friday okay. or fly out on. I know I have to fly out Friday for the a show on Saturday. But it has been great. I love talking mm-hmm. to you guys this week. We will definitely be back next week. We gave you a nice little recap. Cashly, is there anything you would like to say before we go? No, it's great. Great to be back on. Great to hear updates. Um, shady promotions. It's good to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to let you guys get into SmackDown this evening. It does come on in a few moments. And if you are listening after mm-hmm. it's posted, we would love to hear you guys' feedback. So you can catch us on all social medias at The Melanin Matt, mm-hmm. whether it be on Instagram, yep. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I also stream under the name The Melanin Matt. So you can catch me on Twitch, where I stream a whole bunch of games, YouTube. Basically, any social media, you can find us and you can get in contact with us. If you have any suggestions on what you would like to hear us talk about, let us know. We respond. We are here for you. We love you all. And I hope you guys all have a great rest of your weekend. You can tell I have been talking yes. today. And we love y'all. <laughs> Peace, guys. Bye. Peace and love, y'all.